This episode of Reactivate is brought to you by Get Ready Comics. For all of your comic books, graphic novels, Loungefly, Funko Pops, games, merchandise, and more. And with free shipping to the United Kingdom on all orders over £50, get to GetReadyComics.com. So, hi everyone, and welcome to Reactivate, the Extreme Robots podcast. I am with my guests, of course, today, and at the weekend in Newcastle, inexplicably, for the first time ever, Glenn, co-commentator as well, Chris Wilkins. It is lovely to be here. Back down south, the weather's exactly the same, Glenn. Yeah, how did how long did it take you to get home? I was in my house uh, about nine o'clock last night. So actually, not too bad. Thank you, That's Lumo. It. Yeah, Lumo just firing down the country. It took me six minutes. That's okay, because I'll get my revenge at the next show, so that's fine. No, no, no. You get your revenge pretty much every show, mate. <laughs> Remember, I live, up, I, live, I live up here all the Doncaster, time. Doncaster, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, Donny, Donny's not bad, only 20 minutes from Sheffield. I can see that, M18, everyone knows. <laughs> so we had a, it has to be said, we had a fantastic, I'd, uh, if I could have imagined how well this weekend could have gone, I couldn't have imagined how well Newcastle went. I was blown away. Do you know, I, I, maybe it's because I've been doing it for quite a long time, but you sort of get towards the end of the show and you get that reaction and you kind of, you get used to a certain level and it's really, really lovely, but it caught me off guard just how responsive everyone was. I mean, throughout the show, but particularly at the end. And I was like, almost like, sit back down. We're going to do it again. Cause they were just so into it. It was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I, I left really, really happy. I mean, the fights were great. Newcastle, Newcastle, was um, was great. We'll talk about most that people later, got there sure. by the end. Yeah, um, and and the venue was fantastic, and and you know the audiences were were amazing. And and one thing that I you know when we had our VIP guests coming around or anyone at the end and on on socials, I couldn't believe how far people were travelling from. I I genuinely thought it would just be you know local, but people were coming from. Spain, for example, it just blew yeah, me away. That was that was a great. I mean, don't get me wrong, cheap flights to Newcastle uh, International Airport, but uh, you know, it's 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 still a hell of a way to come to yeah. watch a robot show. But yeah, there was people from obviously from up in Scotland. There was people from up north. I mean, there were people who still came from the south and stayed for all three shows across two days. Yeah, there was a couple of recognisable faces. It it was almost like they bought like a season ticket sort of thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, and 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 seeing you know how lovely people were sharing on social media, um, uh, you know our sort of interactions were hot. I mean, my phone was on fire checking through all the notifications. It was just unreal. Chuffed to bits. Uh, thank you, uh, Newcastle, for for having us. Really, um, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just sounds odd when you say it, actually. So I, mean, I know it's, it's, it's. I'm trying. I'm trying. And 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 we all appreciated it. Um, speaking of social media, I have to say I've. You mentioned about the end of the show. Now, normally, people at the end of the show, we get it. You know, the, the show's listed as being two hours long. In Newcastle, the reaction we got at the end of the show was like they would have just sat there and watched another two hours. Absolutely, mate. I I did get that feeling. There was no sort of sense that you know that that was kind of a natural conclusion i think if we'd have stuck them all back in there again which we we may well talk about later on with somebody was determined to try and keep doing that <laughs> um yeah they just just kept lapping it up um it was uh, it was amazing to see the level of enthusiasm and i was talking to some of the roboteers backstage and i said i really feel like this just demonstrates that mechanized combat in the uk and heavyweight fighting is on an upward path um 
that really showed it to me. The audience want it. So it's now down to us to keep delivering. And for the teams that watch this, keep bringing your robots, keep building those new ones because the audience absolutely love it. I think as well to go to a new venue that has not had robot combat or not had anything like this in, I think the last time there was something like this on this scale was something like over 10 years. Well, actually, there's never been anything. As far as I know, the last show 10 years ago was respectfully above a pub. And so there's never been an arena show for combat robots and it just it turned it up to 11 i mean we've nah, about turning yeah. it up to 11 a lot but yeah. that whole show yeah. has turned up to 11 yeah there, there's nothing never been anything on this scale and certainly not in my time in robot combat and you know dates back to the 20s and when i had a lot darker hair and a lot more hair um but uh yeah <laughs> don't talk to no, me about that <laughs> especially not when this is also a video <laughs> podcast <laughs> no honestly mate um there's never been anything like that and and I apologize that there hasn't been really, because if it's going to be like that, I can't wait to get to Doncaster. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was a fantastic. And we've still got three shows to do this year, three, well, three events, three venues to do this year. But you mentioned social media before, Chris. I have to note, I, like, I have to read some of these out because the yeah. reaction has been absolutely wonderful on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. I'm going to read something out in a second. We had... Uh, people saying it was absolutely brilliant. My family got to go backstage, got to meet lots of people I admire after watching them on TV for over 22 years ago. Definitely oh. come back to Newcastle again. We had people who weren't even there saying, I can't believe this happened to be to be a weekend I was away. Absolutely gutted to miss it. So you better come so I can come back next time. Yeah, um, thanks for that one, Mum. <laughs> uh, great show and atmosphere. Come back soon. We were there this afternoon, had a great time to the extent that our eldest asked if we had next year's tickets booked. Well, you won't have because they're not on sale yet, but we might talk about that on yes. an episode of Reactivate very soon. I was there this afternoon. Great fun and looking forward to seeing you again next year. Thanks for the entertainment. Uh, just some lovely, lovely comments. I really enjoyed the event today. Brilliant show, amazing atmosphere and electrifying, fantastic fighting from the robots. Definitely should come back next year in 2024 and every year onwards as an annual event. Now, I mean, you can't uh, for more than that, Glenn. No, man. Everybody's been absolutely... We've got another lady here. One million percent needs to be an annual thing. And it's not just Facebook. It's on Instagram as then, uh, as well, rather. Was there today for my son's birthday. Had a great time. All very impressed with the presentation of the show. Loved it. Thanks to everyone involved. An awesome day out. Uh, and then, and we've spoke about people coming from other countries. Uh, admittedly, Newcastle, not a million miles away from Scotland. But we came to the show, oh, sorry, we came to the show yesterday from Glasgow. Loved it. Thanks to all the roboteers and crew for putting on a great show and being so friendly and knowledgeable backstage. And that's that's what I think is a key point in this. It's not just about the production. Obviously, we take a lot of care. I, I joined the company, what, eight, 18 months ago? And one of my big things was to make it, you know, uh, a fantastic looking show to make, to give the roboteers and the robots the, the kind of pedestal to show how fantastic they are. And yep. it's... It's not just about that, though. If you've got a VIP ticket and you go backstage and you're going to meet the roboteers, we hear, we hear it from the roboteers. We hear, oh, my God, everybody's so excited. Everybody's so lovely. Everyone's you know, saying what an amazing time they have. But then for people to go, well, it's amazing that the roboteers are so knowledgeable. It's just everybody seemed to have an amazing time from all angles. No, absolutely. I was talking a lot to the roboteers this weekend just to try and get their feedback, obviously, being a new, a new venue. Um, and also just because I know I've got to say huge credit to everyone backstage because the robots were absolutely, you know, hitting each other like crazy this weekend. So there was a lot yeah. of damage going on. So the repair work was full on. So thank you to everyone backstage. But I was chatting to them and 
you could just see that there was a real confidence in what we were doing uh, uh, from them. And just like they, you know, they could see how great an venue was, how great an audience it was. They just sort of, there was almost a con- a contented feel to them all. It was like, this is it. This is where we want to be, you know, and, and it was really special. And so I really felt like, you know, Extreme Robots is a great place to be at the moment. And and I, I'm excited for our next events. We're going to venues that we know are going to have a great time. I'm chuffed. I'm, I'm in a real, yeah. real good place with it. Yeah, I think everybody's in a really good mood after this weekend. And I am going to read something out. So so one thing I want to say as well is thank you to everybody who joined us on the live stream. We live streamed the third show on Facebook and YouTube. And it wasn't manned. We It was basically the producer's feed. There was audio issues through the second half. But people still... Well, we're like, no, actually, this is something we get behind. And what was great for us was it showed that now that when we have the facility to do it in the future, because a lot of our venues, remember, big tin boxes, not the greatest mm. for Internet in the world. Um, but one, one of my favorite things was one of the uh, one of the stewards from the uh, Virtu Arena said that he was going to go straight home and watch it. And I was like, oh, he said, oh, well, from where I was, I couldn't really see the show. And I thought that he was just blowing smoke. And then I read Sorry, this. I just drops down really far there. <laughs> that was quite dramatic. I apologize for breaking what? your flow there, Glenn. But no, you know. no, it's quite all right. You're you're right. Did you catch the button with the, your heel? I was trying to work out the best way for me to be and so that where the camera is, right? So I'm trying to look at it and then look right. at my feed. <laughs> Tech. Anyway, that's why I'm not you, a robot. You'll notice, you'll notice that Chris has a rather lovely background this week as well. If you're watching on the video podcast, if not, I'll throw it on social media. Yes, indeed, he has the show XR, and not and and it seems that nobody's noticed this yet up here as well. The Extreme Robots Heavyweight Championship belt that I've lovely, you know, bedazzled. He said something else. I think you should keep the lights on it. Forgot what the word was. (laughs) Keep the lights on it all the time. Just send Will round getting mild electric shocks like he doesn't get enough already. By buying his £10 eBay batteries. So pleased yeah. that he fessed up to that. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was sort of talking to, to um, having a lovely father and son moment talking about the eBay batteries. And I sort of was like, I kind of want to get out of this conversation now. <laughs> so the gentleman at the Virtue Motors Arena, there was a gentleman who was a, a, an event steward. Yeah, couldn't see it well enough from where he was. He said, oh, I saw you were streaming. I'm going to go straight home. I'm going to watch it now. And he, and, uh, he did. And then he left us a really nice comment, which was, I was an event steward that was working this event. It was my first time at an event like this. And wow, what a show and what an experience. It was amazing and a privilege to speak to a few of you guys as I was there. It was also amazing to see what goes on behind the scenes. Loved the music too. It had me dancing a little. Well done, guys. And I hope you all enjoyed your time here in my hometown of Newcastle. Hope to see you all back next year. Now, oh, that's so lovely. That's so lovely. That's that's like above and beyond because people who work in the venues, like reaching out to you afterwards, is is fantastic. But yeah, it was it was a it was a truly truly lovely weekend. Thank you, Newcastle, and uh, watch this show. Your candy- top off. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, watch this canny little space. No, no, this is a, this is a cool this one. We're not, <laughs> not we're not sponsored by the people out of shot anymore. So I'm just trying to keep my head above water. You know, I've got in my other job. So let's get, let's get to some results, shall we? So on Absolutely, Saturday, yeah. Saturday, 12 p.m. Uh, in Newcastle, uh, Gabriel defeated Ignition 4 and Mega Mouse in our opening four-way match before Eruption managed to get a little bit of revenge against Will Thomas by defeating Manta in our second contest. Einor 8 defeated Uriel before Implosion defeated Saint. And then 
in the unlucky title challenge, TR4 fell to Tectonic, but they are to get a second opportunity. So uh, after the interval, we had Donald Thump defeated Galactus, uh, Zadkiel defeated Triforce, and Manta and Troublemaker, which were a canny little tag team, defeated Saint and Ember. And Ember and Immersion we're going to get to in a second as well, who came through the Fight Club. In the last tag team match, so this was to determine who was going to go into the final in first place, Implosion and Immersion fell to Mega Mouse, Bad Mouse, and Iron Ore 6. And then in the final event, it was Eruption that won the four-way contest. So a team win for Team Inferno in show one of Saturday. And it was absolutely packed. And then it got even more packed and even more exciting. And then everybody said, no, no, I can't get that robot working. And Chris, inevitably, those robots got working again. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. You know, there were there were more dramas sort of than Bridgerton, uh, I think. Um, I don't know why Bridgerton particularly, <laughs> Glenn, um, but that's what came into my head. But no, podcast, I, mate. absolutely. So there were <laughs> there were lots of things going on backstage, more more so than I think I can recall in a very long time where there were real you know issues with and, and some of them quite big issues with the robots internally and in some cases externally. So for example, one of the robots had a, a crack down its flipper, which was causing it problems, you know, lots and lots and lots of things going on. Um, lots of wear and tear just from physical effort, really. I think the, the, the fights, if you look at the year so far and those that have been looking at the fights online, we have a lot of three minute battles. There aren't that many, although there were a few, there aren't mm -hmm. that many that are short and sweet apart from the spinners. But, um, you know, so we are getting these robots tested to their absolute limit. There's no easy, easy matchups anymore. You know, there's used to occasionally go, you can see what way this is going. You can't anymore, you know, and this happened over the weekend. Yeah. Chris, you know how you bully Shane for being small? Yeah. Pump your seat back up, will you? You look ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't realise how far you could see that. I thought I was okay. No, and you even got the branding in. At least at least people can't see that I'm not wearing my Extreme Robots t-shirt because I sweated <laughs> through all, all three of them over the weekend. I have never <laughs> seen a human sweat as much as you. I literally was going to put you in a paddling pool at one point. It's. I mean, it, it, it rained from from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then I, I, I just got so excited. It was great. I've, I've not, I was, we were running around. We were running up, giving prizes away. We'll get to that in a second as well. Yep. We were running around doing all sorts. But uh, the reason why we were running around a lot is because we had two shows on the Saturday. So let's get the results of that, uh, that second show. So this is let's 4 p.m. Saturday show. Obviously, Team Inferno won the first show. Um, so in our opening contest, it was Ripper Ripper Six that got the win for Divinity. Now we're gonna do, we've spoken before on the podcast about Divinity being ruthless. It wasn't a ruthless weekend for them. Let me get on with the results. We'll come back to them in a second. Chris Eruption defeated Troublemaker. Iron Or Eight defeated Gabriel to get the points for Wolfpack, and the Implosion defeated Uriel. And in the return match for the heavyweight championship, it was, it was so close. Two minutes oh. fifty. Yeah. Two minutes 50, but Tectonic managed to defeat TR4. So Team Toon didn't become the hometown legends. As Well, Sadly let's be not. honest, they're already hometown legends. So they didn't. You know, oh, the reaction was amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I'm pretty sure, and when we we both said this before, the potential of TR4, huge headroom there. So after the interval, we wheeled out the spinners. I say wheeled out the spinners. We, uh, we, we had, well, a retirement ceremony pretty much because we had Donald Thump and Zadkiel already a bit scary. And then yeah. Ironheart, Ironheart, what people will know, not a flipper, Yorkshire grit. Uh, sorry, not a, not a spinner. Um, 
went in there and and to be honest, lasted much much longer than anybody thought. But it was well, you're, you're right. It's not shreds. a flip. Yeah, you're right. It's not a flipper now. It's not a robot now. Well, um, yeah. I mean, went... if you ever want to see the inside of the workings of a robot whilst it's still in the arena fighting, then that was a yeah. good example of it. I mean, fair play to them. Um, but it just showed. I mean, you know, that putting aside anything to do with the fact that it was a flipper or or, or whatever you know weapons it had on it. You know, the, the outer material of that robot is incredibly strong and it was being mm. shredded like it was cheese grating. Yeah. It was just unbelievable. It was testament to the the power of the Angel of Mercy Zadkiel, because that was oh. yeah, that was a that was yeah. an absolute destruction. Right, and then we went back into team competitions. We had a four-way contest, Ignition, Troublemaker, and Ember, and Ember again coming through our fight club and did very, very well. Um, and that was won by Mega Mouse, Bad Mouse for Team Wolfpack. Um, Manta defeated Saint. And then in our final match before the Gladiator contest, Implosion and Immersion uh, managed to defeat Mega Mass and TR4. Now, well played uh, Ember and Immersion came through the Fight Club this week, as did Thunder Child, as did Beast. There was a, there was some good, yeah, uh, new robots and new robots that weren't, even though they weren't spinners themselves, afraid to take on other spinners. Oh, my word. I was super impressed by them. Um, you know... Uh the sort of energy of the team the fact that when they weren't picking up the results or even when they did pick up the results they were quite frustrated because mm -hmm. they know there's so much more in the tank i'm sure we'll talk about one of their performances a little bit later on uh glenn but a great team really cool looking robots very different yep. big shout out as well to um to jono and uh and his son for uh getting beast up and running again um ollie and did a great job as well he did a great job driving it as he always did but beast was sort of starting to slow down a little bit in the arena and and but they've they've made some changes and it was it was almost like a brand new machine yeah it was I mean, it, for it, the most it, part it is i mean yes as is the evolution of all of the you know the bits under the bonnet really that the bits we don't see because beast was always famed for having you know it, it wasn't going to have armor it has that those exposed sides whatever mm. so it takes a very skilled driver and i mean it's lucky they've got ollie to do it um a very skilled driver to stay away from getting you know parts permanently ruined in that yep. over and over again so yeah that was a that was a, a good showing from them so gladiator contest um it was michael oates's Team Inferno, who came in last and converted that because you know, having the series 10 Robot Wars winner eruption in your back pocket for the final battle, Chris, kind of a nice little trump card to have. Oh, yeah, exactly. They've got a great lineup of robots, and, and actually, I think more than anybody this year, Michael could probably rotate his gladiator robot more than anyone else in yeah. terms of he could probably win with certainly two of those possibly even the third one if he wanted to go the distance uh, you know i mean what a, what an array of talent to have i think you know some of the teams have probably want to put their first choice in uh possibly their second choice he could he could literally do it with all of them at the moment well, and that's scary it, for everyone else 
yeah, that is scary for everyone else, particularly when it mainly last year. I mean, a lot of times ignition went in, which is a low power flipper, and it was there to last because if yeah. you, this is the wonderful kind of juxtaposition of that gladiator contest. And for anybody who hasn't been to an extreme robot show before, um, the point system, so the four teams that we have, Team Inferno, Team Divinity, Team Wolfpack, and Team Quake, all compete for points, three points for a win, one for a draw, none for a loss. Very, very rarely we get a draw anyway. So it normally no. ends so it ends up that going into the final contest whoever the points leader is goes in last to our gladiator contest so the other three teams have to go in battle for two minutes and then we're basically like you said chris winner stays on the winner yeah. of the first two minute battle then has to go against and a lot of times last year and more often than not it was team inferno so he was sending eruption in but michael smart and on the occasions that he had to go in there first he was willing to try and battle through and score points with ignition in those first two minutes and then I'm going to lump it against whoever comes in in that final uh, final two minutes. So Michael's got eruption that if you want to call it that impact bench player, for want of a better term, it's like having a star striker coming off the bench. If he needs to bring on, you know, that that impact player for that last 20 minutes, that's eruption because he only has to go through two minutes. And he has to last somebody that's already you know, been in there for two minutes. And uh, invariably, it's the most competitive battle of the the, the show. Yeah, Michael has this ability, I suppose, a bit like a Formula One driver where um, in a qualifying session in, in Formula One, it always blows my mind that there'll be two minutes left on the clock. They'll be sitting there looking at screens and, you know, they only have one warm up lap and one flying lap in order to, you know, to get themselves into the position generally on pole or wherever they they can be. Michael can do that where he, he looks at a fight and he goes, OK. I've only got a limited amount of time to do this before my CO2 runs down or before yep. someone takes advantage of the situation. And he just get, goes about his business. He, 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 you know, he calculates everything so well. Um, yeah, it's, it's impressive to watch and he does it again and again and again. Um, yeah. He seems to be really turning the corner from the start of the year. Now he's picking up and I, I don't think he's going to do what he did last year. He's not going to run away with it, but he's certainly on the right uh, path at the moment. Well, going into that final show, so there's the midday show on the Sunday of Newcastle, the leaderboard had Team Inferno and Team Quake tied on three each with the Wolfpack bringing up the rear with two. So if Wolfpack shame. won the show, yeah, shame, shame for shame, isn't it? Um, so if Wolfpack won the Sunday show, it would mean that we had a three-way tie in the, the standings at the moment. So, so Wolfpack were looking to try and get up with the winners. Team Inferno were definitely there. And Quake now, it means that because Quake won the first three shows in Brentwood, if my memory serves, mm -hmm. that means that Quake hadn't won a show since those first three shows in Brentwood. So pressure on Quake going in to the third show in Newcastle. And of course, Team Divinity still not off the mark, Chris. Yeah, I was talking to Will actually backstage about um, his position. And we just talked about the fact that um, Team Inferno can rotate their robots um, uh, more freely than, you know, than anyone else could in those um, those important positions. Will finds himself in a, in a in a tricky situation at the moment because he is the extreme robots heavyweight champion, which means he has mm -hmm. to defend that title with Tectonic, which makes Tectonic unavailable at certain times, which yeah. means he has to utilize his other robots more. And some of those have had, he'll say it himself, a few teething problems this year. So 
And I think that's maybe why Michael's coming back again this year. He hasn't got to worry about putting eruption in as the champion or ignition. He's got that freedom. It's a bit like Arsenal last season in the Premier League. They weren't playing Champions League football. They didn't have those extra pressures. They had all of their players at their disposal and it showed in the league. Uh, you know, and I think that's what Will's got the problem with at the moment is he's got to be a champion. He's got to defend that belt with Tectonic, which means the rest of his team have got to pull a bit more weight. So in the team competition, yeah, that has a it has a slight <laughs> it has a slight disadvantage. One of the things we used and we used another football analogy as well there was with um with TR four was it too much too quickly was it was it maybe just too soon to be able to convert to to a title win, Chris? Yeah, I th I think so. Um, you know, we were we were talking a lot about the potential, um, but it's got to it's got to realize that potential now. I think mm. what. I believe they've realized from this weekend because they were exposed a lot more. In, in fact, actually, you have to, it's like anything really, you've got to lose and you've got to suffer in a way to learn what you need to do to make it better. And talking to the team, if I was to guess, I think they're going to try and take some weight out of that flipper. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very, if you ever get to see it up close, it's incredibly thick, that flipper. It, it weighs the robot down quite a bit because it's designed to take on anything, including spinners. Yeah. But as a result of that, I think it's slowing the robot down a little bit and taking some of the, the heat out of its power. So I think they're going to go back to the drawing board, maybe reduce that down slightly, try and balance the weight a little bit more. And then I think it'll, it's, uh, you know, it, its wings will open up and it'll be ready to go. It is incredibly powerful. I mean, another example was was Iron Ore Eight that seemed to be having some problems when it came in, moving very, very gingerly. And then once they actually let rip, I mean, the the power of Iron Ore Eight is such that sometimes it flips itself over, and you almost you fear for the bungee and you fear for everything that's holding it together because it almost ends up like we we saw on occasion like exposing its entire insides all of its electrics all of its co2 yeah so, you, so you were right to you were right to pick up that it had some some issues and i think that actually was affecting those flips because he wasn't able to run at full pelt you know physically around the arena mm -hmm. he was almost getting frustrated and blasting out those flips which was hurting itself so you know it's amazing how unsettled they can become as drivers when something that's usually so reliable isn't quite playing as it should uh, and and a few mistakes were coming in and and we saw that over the weekend i mean you know shane is is a very he's the bad guy of, of robot combat but he was quite frustrated over the weekend as well um so it'd be interesting to see what happens in colchester yeah it's going to be colchester in September, that's where we head back. We've got a whole, a whole. Well, this is what's interesting because aren't we, aren't we essentially in like a Formula One mid-season break, Chris? Yeah, it's a chance to 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 recoup to look at the robots. I know a lot of them want to get some some advancements on their robots. A lot of work done, and I got to say, Glenn um, Shane kind of alluded to it at, at some point over the weekend. Um, and I, some people are going to be looking to transfer robots. You think? Uh, yeah, I got a feeling that the Wolfpack, they're ruthless. I think, you know, we we had a backstage interview with Gemma and Shane and Will from uh, the mouse, Bad Mouse. Mm -hmm. Bad Mouse. 
And he was saying how happy he was to be on the bad side now. He'd seen the light effectively and he joins that team. And he was almost morphing into a Shane Mark too at some points over the weekend. <laughs> and I think Shane's looking for someone else like-minded. And if he's got anyone nice around him, he's not going to want him there. Well, speaking, yeah, Shane, Shane alluded to that, didn't he? With TR4 saying that he needs ruthlessness and what have you. And does just Shane... What's interesting about the relationship between Shane and the Iron Ores and uh, Mega Mouse is a lot of pedigree there, years of experience, Robot Wars competitors, you know, uh, but TR4, new robot dealing with the issues that any new robot deals with. Yeah. So uh, does Shane kind of said as much that does he really, does he want, as he calls that, you know, that dead weight he used the, the word but it's very 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 as you you said it's heavy heavy dead weight because the 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 whole robot is it is it seems to be front heavy it is designed to go in there with spinners but at the moment it, a hasn't had the opportunity to but b has always had a modicum accepted that second title uh, title fight a modicum of issues i mean alex even said in the interview afterwards that he couldn't drive backwards or right i believe yeah the whole which was the title fight. It just shows how good he is that he was able to put on such a performance knowing that the robot wasn't doing yeah. as he'd like to now if i was tr4 at this moment in time and i was team divinity i would be having a chat i think if anyone's going to Get the best out of TR4. You've got Team Divinity with the, the wizardry of Craig and his calmness, mm -hmm. which is always yep. helpful. But you've also got Jono. And Jono is amazing as an engineer and, and the work he does on his robots. Ripper came back strong again this weekend after a slightly awkward couple of shows. Um, you know, Beast, again, back on form, worked on by John. Get them in that team sit around the table, you know, get Divinity and uh, Team Divinity with TR4 and say, look, what can we do? How can we get you to be the number one contender? How can you help us? Because at the end of the day, Divinity have got to start picking up some points quickly or this yeah. year's going to run away from them. Yeah, absolutely. And at the moment, Jono is the one scoring points for Team Divinity on the whole. Uh, as much as Craig's robots are absolutely just mesmerizing to see, it seems that the judges just don't see them as scoring as many effective, effective with, points. With the one exception with with the Gabriel victory in the uh, the earlier fight there. Yeah, and and you've got to say, Toby deserves to get a good chance here. He's, yeah, he's man, done amazingly absolutely. well as a driver. And the control he had with Gabriel and Saint was just exceptional. Um, so, look, I mean, we said they needed to be more ruthless. I think what they did get right this weekend is they got the driver in place. Uh, and I, now I think they just need to to put a team around them that that can bring home the points. So in this off season, this mid season, as we just talked about there, look mm -hmm. at the robots. Maybe a few phone calls are going to be made between each other. I very much doubt Eruption uh, is going to get moved or Inferno, uh, Team Inferno looking to make any changes. But I think between the rest of them, they call it silly season in Formula One. Yeah. Maybe we're going to get the silly season in Extreme Robots as well. It's like January transfer window, isn't it? So you never know what's going to happen and who's going to go. The panic buys. Yeah, the, rid <laughs> the ridiculous. So, and, and is that going to be the case? Is it going to be that because the Wolfpack is changeable that people can very last minute decide to go, well, it was nice. Thank you very much. Or even turning up at the show and going, Craig, I, I like you, buddy. But um, I, I because Shane, as much as it, it's mainly booze, 
is definitely getting a reaction. He's definitely getting, you can tell that this is feeding his ego as much as it is in the reaction he's getting from the audience as it is from the robot's results. It's always good to be the bad guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are very famous people that have said that all through their careers and, uh, you know, he revels in it, but actually he he can back it up. You know, he does a great job. He's very competitive. He's picking up victories as a new team as well. You know, he hasn't got that last year under his belt where he can sort of see how that all that worked. He's come in new. He's, you know, he's got the arrogance to carry, carry his team across the line. And I think other people are looking at that and going, I want a piece of that. They can see well, that, yeah. that they could be dangerous as a team. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think um, for those that are, are going to Colchester, I, I'm excited to see the shows, but I'm excited to see that dynamic that might change after the break. Yeah, I completely agree. So that's day one done and dusted. So let's quickly go through the results on our midday show of uh, Sunday in Newcastle. Uh, Thor got the opening win for uh, Team Quake, and I thought the Thor looked pretty good all weekend. I know that there's always going to be an issue with the barriers on the side, and that often catches Thor out, where even if they, you know, Jason's doing very, very well in that battle, it, and, and Michael's very good at that, as we know, getting to the outside and trying to get him caught up. That's why Implosion doesn't have a, the back of an axe. Yeah. So yeah, no, Thor was great this weekend. Yeah, I thought Thor looked looked very, very good. And Thor and Manta together as a tag team looked absolutely brilliant. Oh, pure power. It made me want to just invent a tag team division just because <laughs> they were so good. Um, unfortunately, Manta didn't convert the second match. Einor 8 uh, for the Wolfpack defeated Manta in our second battle. Implosion defeated Saint and Eruption took care of Ripper twice after Michael came out and had a quick ch chat with us and said, no, no, let's do it again. And apparently we found out later that was payback for a few years ago where Ripper promptly beat uh, um, one of Michael's robots. I think it might've been Eruption actually. It was Eruption, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's even better. And and then went, no, no, I'll fight him again and then beat him again. So Michael kind of took took a little bit back some revenge from years ago with those two wins. Only one scoring points though. We're not, we're not daft. And then in the title match, Tectonic for the third time in Newcastle defended their heavyweight championship against Iron Ore 6. As we came back after the interval, Ember went in there. This was great, Chris. Ember, oh. the I, I would I would say very low end heavyweight in terms of weight. Yeah, I'm um, certainly not a low end heavyweight in terms of ability or armor mm -hmm. because Ember outlasted both Triforce and Donald Thump. The 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 flipper like you use like the the music stand Medusa flipper that they have on the oh, I think that was amazing. Uh, and managed to outlast and, and absolutely fair play, brilliant brilliant driving by them as well. And then in a return match from not so long ago, Zadkiel took care of Galactus, even though Galactus had new HDPE armor above it to try and absorb some of the energy, which did work for a matter of time, but. Against Zadkiel, our spinners champion, I just, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know who's gonna, who's gonna it be. It was able to just do slowing that. down the inevitable, really. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and it was very <laughs> as a, as a as a bystander, as somebody in the crowd, very pleasurable to watch. Oh, I loved <laughs> it. I'm sure John had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, in that tag team match that we were talking about earlier, Manta and Thor defeated uh, Saint and Immersion, so that was another win for Team Quake. And then Implosion and Beast took for took care of uh, TR Four and Bad Mouse. And then in the final gladiator battle, it was Tectonic that managed to dispose of Eruption in the fire pit. And it was a win for Team Quake. So now Team yeah. Quake on four wins over the course of our UK tour, uh, Inferno on three and Team Wolfpack on two, Divinity 
uh, not able to get off the mark yet. So that's how the standings look as we head into Colchester. So uh, we haven't got long left, Chris, before we wrap up. Uh, thoughts on where we are in the team standings? I've got to say, it was a shock to me that Team Quake won that last one. I, I had my money on, you know, Team Inferno taking a, a, that. Yeah, an Inferno clean sweep. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, a great victory, at, at, literally at the last moment there for, for Team Quake, and that'll give them confidence going into that break. They've still got that lead. They've got the title. It's worth them going back and working on their robots. So, you know, Wolfpack are sticking around. Divinity, I think, are the ones to, to that have really got to do some work. But it's... Oh, look at that. We have to talk before we go about this week's competition. Now, at each of the shows in Newcastle, we gave away a Loungefly flag courtesy of our partners at Get Ready Comics. You can go to getreadycomics.com for anything you need in terms of, well, just, just take a look at this. This is a leather lounge fly bag given to us by Get Ready Comics. And my lovely lights here just were showing just oh, how it's just it. stunning. I it's can't unreal. believe we're giving that away. Look at my room. The, How could we possibly not have that in here? Yes, Unreal. the details on this are absolutely incredible. If anyone uh, says, official, what is that? You're not in the competition. Official Star Wars lounge fly bag, courtesy of our partners at Get Ready Comics. And we are giving this away as part of this week's Reactivate podcast competition. So all you have to do is go to our Facebook page. And on our Facebook page, if you're watching this on YouTube, go to our Facebook page. There'll be a link to this podcast, a link to the video podcast of Reactivate. All you have to do is share it on your social media. Share the Facebook post on your social media to be in with a chance of winning this Loungefly bag. I'm not going to tell you how much it's worth because you're probably... Uh, yeah, and also, just want to say, they are incredibly hard to get hold of. So Oh, absolutely. That is unbelievably special that's that's unreal so thank you to get ready comics you're you firstly you lot are unreal and secondly we have we are we're moving up in the world here chris we, we, this is a this isn't giving away you know as much as we love them uh we, you know i'd love to have a title replica one day i'd love to have title <laughs> replica belts but this is this is all the shiny shiny i need right now so this that's is going to be given away this week of course Good luck, chris, everybody yeah good luck to everybody and get sharing and the more you share it every time you share it you will get an entry. So if you share it to a million of your friends, you get a million entries. It's pretty easy to work out. You should be able to, to get this. But good luck to everybody. And I hope somebody who really, really loves Star Wars and really loves C-3PO gets it. Of course, our next show, Chris Colchester, Leisure on September 16th and 17th. Colchester, a bit of a mainstay for, for us on tour. Yeah, absolutely. We always get good numbers there. So if you're looking to get a ticket, I'd hurry up because yeah, they're already going... At- going very very well and it, it it generally does tend to sell out there pretty fast so i can guarantee you know it's gonna be a good one and look it's the venue that ksi gave the seal of approval for by coming to fight in our arena so you know what what more a reason do you need to be there watch that online that's a yeah that's absolutely. a great one as well. it, it was and now get ready comics sidemen magic the gathering uh uh, uh, uh We've got after parties at places like four quarters we're going to arenas like the virtue motors arena everything is Coming up, Millhouse at Extreme Robots. And the shows just keep getting better. The fans' reactions keep getting better. Chris, thank you so much for joining me this week. Absolute pleasure. And we will be back next time for some more... (laughs) I couldn't resist it, sorry. For some more Extreme Robots here on the Reactivate podcast. For those of you who are just listening to that, Chris has just disappeared about six inches down. I really hope that doesn't go through your seat, mate. I ain't helping you out after that. Right, I'm calling it there. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.
This episode of Reactivate is brought to you by Get Ready Comics. For all of your comic books, graphic novels, Loungefly, Funko Pops, games, merchandise, and more. And with free shipping to the United Kingdom on all orders over £50, get to GetReadyComics.com.